0: Previously, on Real Fantasy Encounters. We took down Rekcon. That's one less thing that the adult superheroes need to do. We've saved the world like what?
1: Twice at least? I don't get it. Why aren't you angry?
2: Oh, I'm furious.
1: But But you should be so much more angry at me than you are. Just just hit me then.
2: I deserve it. I don't want to right now. I am not physically or mentally capable of dealing with this or you right now. I need a chance to breathe. You run off all the time. Let me run off for once. And she just stalks out of Aegis.
1: conference
3: uh that's part of your duty as one of the rookies you've got a a number of uh, media releases and duties tied up with that same sort of thing i'm I'm sure you must have seen the rest of the rookies on tv
1: right of course would you prefer that they were here
3: i'll let you make the call
1: they're your interns pulls out his phone and he calls Jack first. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I think you're just asleep. I <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like a, I'm like collapse on top of the table. Um, yeah. uh, and like like my my phone would be in like like the I don't know like some utility belt um on, on my combat gear somewhere. Mm. Um, and I think I think it starts buzzing wildly. Um, Jack like wakes up, eerie eyed, checks like the time. Um and, and like, like picks up the phone, yeah.
1: So, the rookies want us to do a press conference about the villains that we beat. If you don't want to come, that's fine. I just wanted to know if you wanted to be here in person or simulacrum.
0: We're the new wave. I'm I'm going in person.
1: That's fair. That's why I thought I'd give you was. Uh, hang what on. time is it
0: scheduled for uh
1: Arthur? What time is this press conference
3: he's he's uh, giving you all ten things up
1: ten minutes no, or- no ten at a m <laughs> oh okay ten a m cool all right, well, I'll... is it like daybreak at the moment?
3: It's... it's just like four a m um it's it's about five thirty yeah, okay
0: well, I'll be there at about nine forty five Where is it being held?
1: Is it being held here? Yeah. Yeah, it's being held at the... Uh,
0: Rook Labs. Rook Labs.
1: Cool. See you, See you then. I hang up. I scroll through my contacts to Lakshmi's uh, contact. And then I dial it.
2: Um, I think the last roof that Lakshmi ended up on was actually the roof of Um Aegis. So she's just sitting on the rooftop, and she got there probably at about like two, three in the morning. And up until that point, she's just been on a Google wormhole about moths. She wants. She's just been the whole night. No, Google. That wasn't talking to you. <laughs> Fuck off. I no. I stop googling wormholes for me. <laughs> Thank you for your assistance. No. Um. No. She was on a. Um, just looking up as many moth facts as humanly possible, and she's scrolling through her phone, getting a little bleary eyed now that the sun's coming up. And she the, she sees your call, and she sort of sighs, and she sits back up, and she um, she can't be bothered to hold it to her ear, so she just like her hands are sitting in her lap, and she just like answers the call and puts it on speaker, and just sort of waits for you to talk.
1: There's <laughs> this long pause. Hey.
2: What what villain is it now? What what happened?
1: Scariest villain of all, paparazzi.
2: Are you trying to be funny?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Is is this like a prank? No. Look, Rook Industries want us to do a press conference on the villains that we beat yesterday. That. And I was wondering if you would like to be there in person or simulacrum.
2: And you, again, there's this pause and you can see a, well, sort of hear her thinking through the phone. And she's like, I don't exactly have a secret identity anymore. And it's going to be weird slowly letting people know that. So this is probably going to be the easiest way to do it. Just do it in a giant PSA. that's going to get broadcasted to everyone instantly. It should make things clearer um when 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 and where
1: uh 10 a.m rook labs okay do you want to tell your mom first before she sees it on the news
2: (coughs) i'll see you at 9 30 and and she she hangs up um i think Um, would the clothes shift to what she wants them to look like?
1: No, they're static.
2: They're static? That's fine. Um, I think all she does is... Rook Labs could
1: absolutely fabricate you clothes, though.
2: Yeah, they probably could. Um, I I think what happens is, um, she just stays up on the roof until, like, nine o'clock, and she starts making her way downstairs, and as she's walking downstairs, um... What what day of the week is it? Is it like a weekend or? Um,
3: I think it's like Tuesday or Wednesday at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like you have just not been going to school. You're whined, Alex. I
2: mm.
3: believe it's Tuesday.
1: School. Yeah. Ah, I remember those days. Yeah,
2: I think we've missed like a like a good solid three four days of school. Easy, like like Thursday, Friday, and then Monday and today. I think she she sends a message to her mum. And it just says, sorry, I know I've been out of the loop and I know I've missed some school. I promise you I have a good reason. Good enough that, I know you'll probably be at work, but switch over to Channel 31 and, well, any news channel probably. And we're doing a press conference at 9.30, I think, so, yeah, I... I mean, even if you don't tune it, it'll probably be on YouTube. I, yeah, you'll understand.
3: Yeah. I hope. Uh, you get a text mm-hmm. back and saying, thanks for letting me know you're safe.
2: Yeah. And it is... she just feels really, really guilty and puts her phone in a bucket. And she walks down stairs. And I imagine you two are in the lobby by the time she gets there. Or are, like already waiting in the
1: press room. Uh I think I mean,
0: Jack Jack has another like like powerful nap um uh, <laughs> uh before before like like even thinking about getting ready for the press. Oh and then no, I, think, I don't
2: walk downstairs until like nine o'clock.
0: Oh yeah, like I'm still at the slaughterhouse at, like <laughs> I, like nine um and and so like like I he's like cleaning up his armor um uh, he like uh detaches the um uh, the chain from his grappling hook yeah and then re-threads a new one um into it um uh, and like he makes sure makes sure that everything like like is is gucci with his armor set yeah um uh like holding his helmet under his arm he like like takes a piece of toast and like puts it in his mouth as he runs out of out of the um the building piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and eats on the way to Rook Industries.
1: Um, after hanging up from uh, Lakshmi, Alex just uh, says to Arthur, um, come get me right when we have to either show them where, where, where I am when, uh, my, my team where I am when they get here, or come get me when it's time to uh, go out there and talk to people. That's
3: great. You want to use one of our nap podules? <laughs>
1: Oh my god! What's a nap podule?
3: Oh, they're great. They keep the employees refreshed. You can go take a nap whenever you want. There's like a, a white noise generator in there.
1: Oh <laughs> no! I think I'm just going to keep doing this for a bit.
3: All right, and I go back to smashing. We've, we've got makeup on standby. We'll do something
1: about the eye bags.
2: Whoa.
1: I'm also magic. Magic makeup, no problem. Actually, I'm not sure I can do that. The makeup will help. <laughs> <laughs> And I just go back to Smashing Robots, like, right until it's time to go on stage. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, as Shikari walks down at around, like, nine-ish, she makes a detour to the, like, the medical ward where she was patched up the day prior. And she does a quick check to see if they have any of her old clothes or anything. And I feel like the only thing they would have left that they could give back to her would be her hat. Yes. Because I think she... There's no way that someone could look at her as she is now because with all of her changes and the fact that she's probably a good foot taller. I think I mentioned that already. She's like yes. fucking taller than Alex now. Um, the only way she could really convince people that she actually is Shikari is with the hat and the support of her teammates. But How,
3: she, do, how does the uh, antenna sit with the hat?
2: Um... She puts it on, and they kind of just squish down in front of her face. <laughs> so she takes a claw and just pokes two holes in the hat, just over the band that sits around the middle, just above the brim, mm. and they just sort of poke through now. And because yeah, these these motherfuckers are long, they're giant, and she just she's still wearing the black jeans and just like a um, a white t shirt, and she yeah makes her way down to the training room if you're still there
1: uh, yeah that's absolutely where i'd still be
2: yeah i think yeah i think she just stands in like the the behind the two-way mirror and just sort of watches for a bit do you do you meet us in the training room or are you running hella
1: late
0: oh no i'm 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 there at nine forty eight um <laughs> 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 for the 10 o'clock um uh, press conference turn the
1: corner and uh Hit into someone and you fall down and the <laughs> toast falls on the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no,
0: sticking out of my helmet. Um, <laughs> um uh, no, I, I arrive in full costume by then. Um, uh, and and I go in and I, I meet up with other both of you in the foyer, I'm just waiting.
2: Uh, you're still in the training room, yeah? Yeah. I've I've like I was I asked where Invoca was and they directed me to training room and I've just been standing watching behind the two-way mirror because Arthur Castle hasn't come to collect you yet. Hey, Shikari. Hey, you look like you got some sleep.
0: A little bit. Yeah. I was up all night cleaning, actually. Cleaning? It it felt good.
2: You it's... You see the first smile on her face you've seen in quite a long time. She looks like weirdly, genuinely happy at this. She's like... Oh man. I'm, act- I'm 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 really proud of you. That's like, really good.
0: Well, I came back to the slaughterhouse to find Shorthorn using my mattress.
2: And you see this look on her face and like her face is very different, but it's just sort of like, "Uh-huh. She was in your bed, huh?"
0: <sighs> I I I look at her and go nothing nothing happened. Okay. I nothing will it was kind of weird, actually.
2: She just sort of nods in like a... Not really understanding because she has no touchstone for that sort of stuff. And she's just like, yeah. That that would be weird. I slept on the roof. <laughs> well, that's not true. I didn't sleep. I just spent the night Googling moths. Pretty fucking weird.
0: Cool, man. Um, how is this... Have you thought about what you're going to say to the public?
2: I have absolutely no idea. Absolutely none. I'm just going to kind of wing it. <laughs> and she slaps you with a wing. <laughs> <laughs> and you, like, thump into the mirror. <laughs> and she's like, ah, shit, that was a lot harder than I thought it would be. I'm sorry.
0: That's cool. You're, you're still getting used to it. I I understand.
2: Yeah, yeah, I got to. Gotta laugh about it. If I didn't, I'd be bawling my eyes out. <laughs> um, Yeah. I And she's like, she points down to the monitor in front of her. I'm like, I don't know if you can make much sense of this, but it looks like he's been doing this the entire night. Yeah, yeah, there's like a, the time has been running. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then there's next like, to it, there's a count of like, Robots destroyed? Yes. Yeah, there's, there's
2: like data, there's like robots <clears throat> destroyed, how they've been destroyed, like the quantity of how much mm. and like the difficulty level of
1: each wave of robots. There's a high scoreboard and it was like Arc Rota, but now it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Jack like exhales like he's just just at a loss at what to do with him. Um, and turns to Jakari and says what he's been saying
2: he sounds like he did when he he sounds like he did at Doggingsworth but all the time now
0: we can't let him say this shit to the public
2: yeah, if he starts I he can't it's not that they'll believe him, he'll just we'll be written off as not just a joke but is unstable and then we've already... he'll
0: seem unstable, yeah and I don't know if Rook's gonna let him and I don't know what happens if, if he gets disowned by Rook if we get disowned by them
2: I mean, I feel like if he goes, we do, we're kind of a package deal, they can get rid of us willy nilly he'll be fine but egos. I have the sneaking suspicion we will too. They don't need us.
0: Actually, I have a feeling I do know what happens if we get disowned. At least to me. Yeah? I look around. It was Shikari, blood-red exemplars have offered to offered to send me to Australia. Hmm. They want me to help them with the mission that Bulwark was meant to be going on.
2: Wait, so you're going to go back to Working with Bulwark?
0: Not with Bulwark, no. With the Blood Red Exemplars.
2: But he's with them, isn't he?
0: Nobody knows where he is right now. U.S., Iran, he could be anywhere.
2: (sighs) Yeah, I mean, I- no, I should- I really go to Australia?
0: I don't know yet. I love you guys. I love this team. I want nothing more than for it to continue, but I'm worried about him, man.
2: It sounds self-destructive, more so than usual.
0: It sounds like the fifth level of reality has just turned his brain into a banana smoothie. That's what it sounds like.
2: Yeah, I, I'm not even gonna start debating whether or not I believe him, but if, it doesn't matter if it is or isn't true. It's, it's that's not what's scary. It's how he's talking. What do we do? I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of overstimulated at the moment.
0: Yeah, God, I'm sorry.
2: No, it's, yeah.
3: Invoker, yeah. you join the rest of the team now?
1: Yeah. I, um, I guess we're going on in like five minutes. Oh,
0: hey. You want a five minute nap, man? I <laughs> Take a look at the timer. What, has it been like uh, 12, 13, 14 hours <laughs> No, on there?
1: I'll be fine.
2: How long have you been standing there?
1: Uh, I just got here.
2: Oh, yeah, we were just looking at the, the data. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: That's fine. We have to go. I went to reception and they told me you guys were here.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: and you all get taken to. They've got like a big outdoor lawn space where they hold their press conferences. Uh, Makeup come does some quick stuff, and uh, Castle's like, "I'm going to do some quick intro work. Um, uh, I'm going to introduce these." And he he passes you like a uh, a foil wrap. Re- it's just like a regular envelope each, uh, one of the the big envelopes. Manila Manila, folders, Manila yeah. folder Manila mm. folder mm. Yeah, you've got one of those each, uh, with your name written on it. Nice. What
2: is written on mine? Uh Shikari. Um
1: That's what you registered with.
2: Yeah, can I just Castle, can I just change something real quick? The name doesn't really fit.
3: Oh, re-registering? Yeah, no problem.
2: Yeah. Do you have like a Sharpie or a Rookpad or something?
3: Yeah, he's he's got a Rookpad with him.
2: And she changes it and after all the Googling and research she did last night, she changes it, her name to uh, Lady Daff. Which is the moth she um most resembles, which is the Daphnis Neri or the oleander hawk moth.
3: Yeah. Uh, he takes it and can I get a pronunciation check on that, please?
2: Uh Lady Daff.
3: Lady Daff.
2: Yeah. Daff. Like D A F F, but Daff, Daff. Daff.
3: Perfect. Daff. Yes. And uh he he walks out onto stage and he, he starts giving speeches. Uh he starts off like uh, talking about like psychotrope, insisting he's alright, and he says, uh Of course, the rookies need to go on. And so we have brought in another new member from another established young team, which you would know about. Some of you might have heard about the recent happenings at the Doggingsworth Academy, now the Kittensworth Academy, where this young team defeated Baron Von Mothman. Uh, You may have heard about the terrorist attack at the convention center, and about the young team that defeated Worldbuilder. Or maybe you heard about the events contained in these press copies that we have here. Mm. Written and illustrated by industry legend Curtis Harkwell.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs)
0: Jack-Jack puts his head in his hands.
1: Oh no. (laughs) Is that what the manila folders were that we were handed? Yes. I open mine up (laughs) and
0: take the copy of this comic book out. I hold it out to the the two others in the team and I go it's it's pretty good, right?
2: Lakshmi just has a hand over her mouth like her eyes all four of them are so fucking wide right now (laughs) Uh,
3: of course the new wave defeating mind meld one of the great old guard (laughs) villains I think we should start off by introducing our brand new rookie and then bring on the rest of the team as well uh, please give it up for formerly the magician, now the invoker. <laughs> and there's a huge round of applause.
1: I take a deep breath. Here, yeah. all right. I walk onto the stage, mm. and I immediately go from this sort of blasé, passive to like just a massive smile, waving at everyone. How's it going? <laughs>
3: yeah, it's it's about a crowd of like uh, 30 people there. Like this is a press thing Mm. so most of them are there with like cameras and like uh they're taking notes they've got microphones set up and uh yeah they're applauding for you and of course uh we have also brought on uh not as rookies but as uh little rooks (laughs) rookettes rookettes uh this is hyperdrive and lady Daph.
0: And the two of us walk out
3: there. Yeah,
2: yeah. I feel like Lakshmi probably was supposed to walk outside beside with you, but she's a little bit slow on the take, and she just slowly edges out from like behind the the curtain or the the board, and she's got her traditional like hat on, but otherwise she is barefoot in jeans and a t-shirt.
0: <laughs> um. The uh. How how big is this press conference? Thirty people. Yeah, about Thirty, 30 people.
2: people. But they're all press.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, uh, my <laughs> Hyperdrive comes on like holds out a hand to wave um, is that Larry like s- is this, like seats set up uh, set up for us like a panel or are we just being cross examined on stage um,
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> they've got seats set up for you definitely Yeah, yeah, yeah. I-, I think they've got like nice plush couches oh yeah this is
2: a fucking Jerry Springer <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I-, I take a
1: seat in on one of those couches mm. So uh, a lot of I, you. I make a show of it. Yeah. As I come out, I operate a chair behind me, and I sit in that one. <laughs> I gotta show off to the mm-hmm. to the fans.
3: <laughs> so, uh, Invoker, the Invoker. My apologies. Understand? A lot of press here I have some questions about the events in Exemplar's Park last night.
1: Yeah, that was a. Uh... That was a tough one. Who was that you were fighting against? Uh, it was an uh, ancient lich known as uh, Lanius Belshaw. Uh But the uh, the lich power had been sealed and removed. Um, he'd summoned a, uh, a purple worm and was holding uh, one of our uh, allies captive. Uh, he sort of looks to the rest of you, seeing if you're going to elaborate on <laughs> um... that.
2: And at this, um, Lakshmi sort of straightens up in her seat and she she takes off the purple hat and just sort of, like, fiddles with it in her hands. And she says, um, Lanius Bolshaw would also be known to some of you um, as Mr. Living, who worked for... What was the publishing company? Living?
3: Skull and Bones Media.
2: Who um, recently acquired Skull and Bones Media. He was... In his own way, a renowned publicist, a very evil one at that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Go away, Google. Holy shit. I didn't even say Google that time. Fuck off. He said off.
1: publicist and it was like, ooh, that's a bad word. <laughs> that's a bad, that's
2: a, that's a no no word. Um, Lanius Bolshaw posed a threat to not just Halcyon City, not just his employees and the authors of the books that he helped publish, but to the rest of the world as well. And as the new wave, it is not just our job, but it is our desire to protect, um, civilians. She just sort of teeters off.
0: Hypertribe, <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, uh, yeah, looks, looks up and down the press, um, and he says, uh, uh we, we couldn't have done it, uh, uh, without the the uh, assistance of Rook Industries, I think. Um, the exoskeleton that the Invoker inquir- acquired from them is, has been very useful thus far. Um, we were a few blocks from the initial missile strikes of uh, yesterday uh, that, that uh, I've been told have been handled by other heroes. Uh, let's hope they're still fighting that fight, huh? Um, Yeah, you start getting hands up from the press gallery
3: and, um, yeah, Castle starts picking people out and uh, uh, one journalist asks, uh, Lanius Bolshaw is also the name of the main villain in the Alex Matthews book, The Magician's Quest. Now, there's been some questions in the past about the relationship between you, Invoker, and Alex Matthews. (laughs) Are you able to expand on this at all? Are Lanius Bolshaw and Alex Matthews connected?
1: Uh, we believe there may have been some sort of uh, event that occurred when the book was published uh, that coincided with certain uh, cosmic activities uh, that may have uh, produced the lich um, and fabricated a timeline for him in our uh, reality uh, when this uh, asteroid from uh, uh, from space uh, hit, touchdown and hit with a copy of. Uh, Alex Matthews' book. Uh, question for
3: Hyperdrive. Uh, yeah. Uh, the first missile barrage uh, collided with your the house of your former mentor, Bulwark. Um, uh, we understand that the villains were holding a grudge against him specifically for imprisoning him there. Um, can you talk about your history with the underprison? Did you know about it before it became public?
0: Um... I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's that's in character. We um. kind of she snorts. <laughs> she just like
0: um, uh, that information is for Bulwark to uh, to elaborate on, and and I think with the coverage that the that the court proceedings got, that I don't know. Make what assumptions you may about my knowledge of the under prison
3: uh has bulwark been in touch with you since the accident no emphatically
0: um i did go by one Manor. um it was devastating to see it destroyed but i'm certain that bulwark got out okay question
3: for lady daff yes um uh and the the journalist is just like trying to think of a good way to phrase this You appear to have undergone some dramatic changes. Yeah, it's... This is when when, (laughs) Hyperdrive snorts.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and...
3: Were these... uh, Did Lanius Bolshaw... Are these the effects of his magic?
2: And at this, she looks down and she um, sort of fondles her hat a bit and she said, For... The longest time I was known as Shikari, I have been a part of the new wave for a very long time. They are my dear teammates. And as you have so succinctly pointed it out, this is a uh, recent change and doesn't look like one that's going to be reverted anytime soon. Um, don't... How it happened is still kind of a blur. It was in the middle of the fight with the lich and the missiles going off, there was, uh, like uh, the Invoker has said, the cosmic entities and magic that brought Lanius Bolshaw into this world is so unknown that it's... Even ourselves and those at Rookus Industries don't truly have a grasp on it yet. And the same can be said about the surge of magic that changed me. Um... And I suppose that me being as I am now, I don't exactly have um, a secret identity anymore Um, because I'm not going to stop going to school. School And she stands up and she goes and looks directly into the camera closest. And she's like, kids, everyone stay in school. School's really important. I may be a hero, but I still go to school too. And then she looks at the crowd in general and she's like, my name was shikari my name now is lady Daff, and that may change but my name will always be Lakshmi Deshpande.
0: Um,
2: i've gotta go home uh, yeah, like, it's yeah. Up, like there's no way i'm hiding that someone's going to see me walk home at some point yeah
3: yeah, yeah people yeah, yeah. frantically scribbling notes here in castles like hey 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 let's let's finish with a fun one shall we
2: yeah <laughs> And she turns she turns and she's like they're gonna see me go home like it's not a secret
3: your identity is your call
2: i look like this all the time there's no hiding and i've got to go to school i can't just drop out
3: but we're, we're doing a fun one now
2: <laughs> she um. sits back down and crosses her arms like she thought it was cool
3: <laughs> um this comic book that's coming out uh, uh, I've been told that it's going to run from your very first fight with Mindmelt all the way through to defeating Baron Von Mothman uh, in your opinions and experiences what do you think is going to be the highlight of this run for people
2: Lakshmi like just like straight up winces like uh, and she's just sort of like you can hear her nervously clicking like the <laughs> yeah. and <it's> like Honestly, <laughs> to
1: to to read, probably the the, the finale uh, detailing how we take down Baron Mothman. I think it's a satisfying conclusion to that tale.
2: I mean, thematically, yeah, but I feel like the mind meld was way more fun. It was just cool. That was a cool fight, and I'm really excited... But pretty much just that one, because that's gonna look sick. I won't spoil anything, but uh, it's gonna be fun.
0: Anomaly X, Hyperdrive just says Anomaly X. <laughs> <laughs> it goes Anomaly X. We we made a difference with that one.
3: Thank you all so much for your time. Uh, I'm sure you're all going to do excellent work here with Rook Industries. uh uh, stick around afterwards Uh, we'll let our young heroes go but i'm going to talk to you a bit more about this uh mech suit that we've got happening
2: and yeah as (laughs) they like i imagine we get up to leave yeah and lakshmi just kind of bows and Mm. like unfurls her wings like the whole way Mm. and then just waves and walks off
3: yeah and uh, like as you're walking off, he starts like uh, talking and doing like a more technical press release about the the suit itself mm. and its potential military applications.
2: Mm, I don't like that. I don't like that.
1: Um, as we get off stage, I turn to you and say, "I'm not sure how much of that was actually true from your perspective. How much was it was for just for the media? But you do know, and I need you to know that." It was directly me that caused this.
2: I know. I may not. Everything's. It's like remembering a dream, kind of. I don't remember what it felt like. I just. I know it was you.
1: Okay. I just.
2: That's why I, I didn't wa- at you. I didn't want you
1: to confuse anything.
2: Yeah, and I wouldn't be angry at you if I didn't think it was you.
1: And idiot. <laughs> it also wasn't. I know. I just. It wasn't an accident.
2: I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she knew that. I'm not sure if she knew that. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> hyper Wait, are we just backstage? Yes. Okay. Like, like I, I, I would
1: be keep walking as I say this. <laughs> okay. So if you guys aren't following me,
2: oh yeah, I'm probably yeah, yeah.
0: Are you? Are you? You just gonna keep walking with that, or do you like stop dead in your
1: tracks?
2: I. She. I think she. She's. She's been through so many levels of shock in the past 24 hours. I think there's... You can't shock her system anymore. So she just keeps walking. And... Look, I'm gonna... I've gotta go home. Like I said, I have a lot to think about. I've got a lot to figure out how I'm gonna live the rest of my life now. But I'll say this again. It doesn't matter... What you saw on that level five, whether it is or isn't true, I don't care. You can't play God and you can't continue being a hero thinking that nothing matters. Because if nothing matters, then what is the point of you doing this? You can't... The hero... The the way you were trying to help people and the way you wanted to help people... With, before this, you you wanted to help people for people's sake. You now it's almost like you're just writing another story. There's no you're so detached. You've we can't just be characters that you write and edit at whim, Invoker. Doesn't matter if this is real or not because it certainly feels like it is. And you got to remember that there's more than just you here. And then I think she just walks off.
1: At this point, I would assume we get to probably reception, which is where I was heading. Yeah. I say to the receptionist, "Hey, can you um make sure that um Lakshmi's place is protected now that people know who her uh, superhero yeah. identity is?" Is oh, there
2: sh- like a paparazzi like blocker? Thing, system, <laughs> protocol.
3: We've got some things we can do for that, yes. Yeah. Uh, if you give us an address, we can sort that out.
2: Yeah, yeah, I hand over my address <clears throat> and also my mum's workplace and my brother's school. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I know like a, the name dropping as a Janice is a big thing, but like that was also what Lakshmi was thinking about on the roof is that even if she wanted to, there was no way she could sneak in and mm. out of home. There was It was impossible. There's no way.
3: Uh, you also have a request for a meeting after the interview, all three of you. Oh God, a meeting with who? Go home. Um, Curtis Harkwell. Oh, he's on campus. Wants to talk to you all. Oh. Yeah,
1: I mean, look. You
2: know what? I can go home and have a cry later. I want to meet this dude.
1: Sure, <laughs> can you have him meet us in uh, training room forty-two? Sure, shall do. Now, I want you. I want to make it
0: very clear that. The comic book exists because of me. I pitch him the idea. I gave him the tip-off. It's not Curtis's fault. He's just the artist.
2: No, I'm not saying you're absent of blame. I'm saying he's like part of it. I'm it- still very angry, and
0: I'm saying blame me, <laughs> Curtis. He's I- a cool dude.
2: Yeah, I I want to meet the dude who thought it'd be cool to write about a team without talking to the rest of the team first and she starts walking Mm. to the the training room and she she opens the portfolio to maybe start reading the comic book because so far she's only looked at the title page and then she just sort of puts it like closes it again because there's no way she'll be in a fucking good place to read this (laughs) in in fucking public
3: Mm. yeah um yeah, you all go along there. Uh, Curtis joins you eventually. Like, uh, Why have you chosen a training room specifically, out of curiosity? Because
1: I'm going to go back to training as soon as this meeting is done. Okay. <laughs> and this is the one that I would have just left. Yeah. So it's still got my... I've just hit pause mm. on that timer. So I want to resume it and go back to what I was doing. Mm. You still see the piles of broken mechs just against the wall. Mm. Um, like, It it helps. Yeah, so... uh, Yeah, the... Curtis comes and
3: finds you. Uh, you got a big bushy beard. He's got like a, one of those golf peaked hats. looking George R.R. R. Martin looking ass. He's, <laughs> he's got like a, a corduroy vest that's got like a, a little bulwark print on it. <laughs> I love this guy. He says, hey, how are we? <laughs> so hey, great man, to finally meet the team that I've been writing about. Although you look very different now. I'm going to have to read you some of my character sketches.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, like, she says this as, again, she's, like, looming over Alex. <laughs> she's, like, the tallest fucker in the room.
3: Uh, mainly wanted to come by and say uh, thank you to Hyperdrive. That's, that's cool, man. No, it's so great that we managed to get this uh, advanced copy out. Like, we were really not sure about the legal technicalities of it. But we got a call first thing this morning from Skull and Bodes Media. It gave us the go-ahead. Oh. Yeah, full share right to the Magician. Great. Awesome. Yes, uh, a receptionist told me uh, you were to thank.
2: Well, I mean, with Lanius out of the way.
3: No, Lanius signed off on it. This Mr. Living guy.
2: Oh, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Because you were like, yeah, I'll get you in.
0: You must have really beat some sense into that guy, huh? I... Yep. <laughs> I couldn't have done it without these guys. I mean, this is 66% of what makes this possible.
1: Yeah. I mean, as long as he's not a lich anymore, I, there's no real reason to stop the publication, I guess. As long as the correct funds get appropriated to the correct IP, then it's fine.
3: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm I'm told you beat two villains in a row yesterday, so I've got material well and truly happening over here.
2: Yeah, could I, by chance, get your contact details so I could fill you in on some stuff as well?
3: Yeah, no, I'd love that. Uh, he, 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 like, passes over <laughs> his card. He goes, I'm always going to trust my primary source, of course. And
0: he winks at hyperdrive. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, shoot him a finger gun.
1: Uh-huh. And then
0: I shoot you a finger gun and I say... No personal shit now.
2: I'm, I'm not going to do that. I would just like...
0: We can't all have our secret identities out there.
2: Mine wasn't a choice.
0: <laughs> mine can be.
2: I'm not going to out you. I'm. P- it's purely so that, like, I would have maybe not liked my family to know that I murdered a bunch of dudes at the age of 15. That would have been neat.
3: He's uh, uh, thinking about this and he goes It's such a great scene <laughs> what, what you want to do like a big psychic shockwave And what they all get dizzy Is that what you'd prefer
2: I mean like kids are going to read this
3: Kids are absolutely not going to read this Who do you think I write for <laughs> I'm not pandering to the child audience here MA15 plus Making Come on. fucking My Little Pony comics here <laughs>
2: She uh, opens oh, her mouth to respond to that, but <laughs> she's like, nah, nah, <laughs> I won't.
3: I get where you're
0: coming from, Curtis.
3: Uh, I, that, and you were the one who said to me the very first time we met that comics should be about real shit, the gritty shit. Well, yeah, they should be, absolutely. <laughs> the stuff That's, that heroes shy away
0: from, yeah. Kind of comics. And mm. They're the, the ones that depict hero work
3: like it is. Which is sometimes you gotta murder some people.
2: <laughs> well, I was, I just thought, yeah, I... It's it's a lot to take in without knowing beforehand was my bit. I just like to know what's going to be in it before it comes out next time.
0: Well, And um, I I I think that's reasonable. I'm I'm pretty protective of my like
3: pre-sketches, you know. I mean, we were there. Yeah, I kn- I can throw some storyboards your way if you'd like that. I,
2: I would appreciate that. I yeah.
3: Great. Fantastic. I loved meeting you all.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was good but yet you're sure that like no like this is like an 18 and above, like you have to be like 18 to buy these comics, yeah
3: yeah, uh, I just fifteen,
2: 15 okay, well,
3: how, how old are your brothers?
2: doesn't whether they're very young I just I'm just concerned about them seeing it is all they're very young.
3: You know, and she's as, sort of mumbling
2: this to herself, really. As, as long
3: as the parents are having the right discussions with the kids, I reckon toss anything their way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll let you all get back to uh, blowing up these drones here. Yeah. I got crepes to go eat with the press. <laughs> and, Later, uh, Curtis. And he <laughs> uh,
1: heads out, yeah. I had ideas about making that guy the new god, but now I'm severely against it. That was your plan B? Well, he writes the stories already. He can just come up with new ones.
2: I'm going to go now.
1: Yep. Resume. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Lady
0: Daph, uh, have a good one.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go home and brainstorm a costume because, yeah, I can only also some clothes Like, I get that I'm wearing a hologram, but I've basically been feeling like I've been wearing a half-eaten hospital gown this entire time. Good luck with your folks.
0: (sighs) And, yeah, you you know where to find us. Give us a call. Are your
1: reflexes better now? Yep. I throw one of the drones at you.
2: I catch it mid-air, and it crumples in my hands.
1: Uh, Okay. Do I
2: have to roll for that? (laughs) No, I'll let it happen.
1: I've got to say... That's actually pretty cool I mm, I think
2: she just sort of like lets this crumpled thing drop to the ground and you hear like this begrudging thanks, and she starts the long walk home
3: so I'd like to finish off the session with a scene for each of you like as we just pass over the next couple of days mm. it's like a time skip which uh, Charlie you no longer have to roll during so
2: yeah, I no longer have to Technically roll for obligations. I mean I'm she probably won't do that. Uh, she I don't So
1: much for that moving job, huh?
2: I mean, she still needs money. So like she's probably still gonna have to fucking do it.
1: You absolutely don't. Anytime a check comes in for Alex, he would definitely be splitting that three ways.
2: I mean, I don't think you've like have you stated this to Lakshmi? Because I don't think Lakshmi thinks she's getting paid.
0: I'm sure we said that. You said it's it's our money, okay? Yeah, yeah. But you, but you you said no, it's it's yours because you're the one that's on the contract. So
3: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I think we can start with uh, Lady Daph. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Would you pref- prefer to go back to your family or go talk to Mantle? <sighs> so if you go talk to Mantle, they can set you up with a temporary accommodation here at Rook Industries.
2: I, um. Oh man, I think she, I think she goes home. I don't know what she's going, she doesn't know what she's going home to do mm. and she doesn't know what ha- will happen when she gets there. But even if it's only to say goodbye, she's going to go home.
3: Yeah, Um. Uh. you get back to the apartment, uh, you walk in and uh, your mum's there, like she opens the door and... Uh, you you assume that she's seen the news broadcast.
2: Yeah, I was Lakshmi was under the impression she was at fucking work too. Lakshmi mm-hmm. thought she was at work today, so I think she opened the door and did not expect her mom to be there and she just kind of freezes in the doorway.
3: I suppose we'll need to get you some bigger clothes.
2: And she just sort of stares at her mom and then I She just I I messed up. I messed up real bad.
3: What the how? What um, how could this even possibly happen?
2: I don't know. Why
3: do you look like a moth Nazi now?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, I there's I didn't I didn't know what to say or I I didn't know if I should come back. I'm I should, I should go. I'm, I'm sorry. And she, she turns a, fuck, she turns around and um, basically tries to close the door. No, hold,
3: hold on, hold. On. Where are you going to go?
2: I, this, I, somewhere. I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I'll, I'll I'm gonna scare them.
3: But they're back in their room.
2: I, I need, I, they can't, they can't see.
3: Do you want to come in? Do you want to pick up some stuff first before you head off? You were completely right to be worried about scaring your brothers. I I haven't let them see the news broadcast. But I I also am not just going to kick you out into the street, Lakshmi. Come in, we'll pack some stuff for you. We'll sort out somewhere you can stay
2: and I think she closes, the, she's back standing just in the threshold and she's looking down and she's shaking and like her antenna, the ends of them are all puffed up and all of her moth fur is standing on end mm-hmm. and all the vitiligo and she's just kind of shaking and she she looks back up at her mom and there's like four sets of tear tracks coming down from each of her eyes and she looks up at her mom and she's like, I, I don't want to go. And she just kind of stands there.
3: I, I don't want you to go.
2: And yeah, she kind of just crumples down onto the floor mm. and starts just like I think she just starts hyperventilating. Yeah, so
3: I, she's kind of standing over you, like she leans down, like uh, she's been a little worried about touching you, but she does hug you down there.
2: And I, I think the second her mum touches her, she just there's like this heave of relief because I don't I don't think she thought her mom would want her to stay and she the, she just like latches onto her mom and hugs her back probably a bit too tight. Mm. And she just I I think yeah. She's just kneeling there at the 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 front of the door for yeah. a while.
3: Um I think we cut over to the Invoker. Um uh you've been brought and this is like the next day and it's <laughs> You're the first ever team meeting with the rookies, and so uh, you're sitting there with uh mantle and Ark rotor, and uh Arc's actually like uh, sitting in front of you all, and he's he's got this uh these pages that like actually I think it would all be like a uh, rook pad based, and he's he's basically flipping through stuff and says well it's uh it looks like it was a distraction. Zigarch wasn't over at the thing. He sent his blood bots in the, the tick bots, but they cleared out as quick as they could. Uh, invoker, it sounds like this thing you were doing in the hallways.
1: Oh right, um, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to mention. I pull out the object from my inventory. Mm.
2: Oh, Christ! <laughs> oh my god, I'd completely forgotten. To...
1: Yeah, they were after this.
3: Uh, man, just like, whoa, whoa, what? What's even in that
1: thing? I don't know. That's why I've been keeping it in that. Uh, pocket dimension Uh, quick put it
3: here and he taps like there's a pad part of the table why Uh, run a quick scan on it Uh, okay yeah and it does that and there's uh, all these stats that are like panning up from the table and uh they're all like coming across and they're all like chemical blends Uh, all of these are, are basically alien viruses and diseases and bacteria christ
1: i'm gonna put this back in the pocket dimension I put it back in the inventory slot. Do
2: they let you do that?
1: Yeah, I, no, I,
3: I think they're fine with that. And Arks like so. They s- stole missiles so that they could steal. I'm not sure
1: they were. They knew what was in there.
3: It's it's not making
1: a whole lot of sense yet, man. It it looked like, uh, retcon was more. Trying to find out if there are any prisoners left in the under-prison.
3: Mm. And what about the pack? The pack must have been doing something.
1: We didn't come across them, but yeah. Maybe looking for more Clavarius bores?
3: Yeah, maybe. You know who they work with, right?
1: No. Canis Major. Canis Major? Mm.
3: Mm, no, they're the other side of that operation. Canis, oh. Minor. Canis minor. Oh. The ones working the clone operations. Right. I don't know that they need to find more Clavaria spores.
1: They're going to make more. I think they can make more.
2: <laughs> oh my god, Aaron <laughs> just melted black into oblivion. Mm.
1: That's definitely a problem.
3: Uh, Mantle's like, my question is, why would Clavaria work with them? I mean, she was working with you beforehand. She was fighting
1: crime. She was trying to get to one of our team members and when I ripped his arm off that was no longer possible I think she's just trying to make more of herself maybe it's a bullock thing uh, Ark
3: says what if we make Clavaria the top priority for now if we take her out, they can't reproduce her.
1: Yeah. That'll mean focusing on Lycan. Mm. If you were going to lure her out,
3: how would you do it? You know her better than either of us.
1: Honestly? I think we'd need to talk to Adapter for that. Hyperdrive for that. New name is still trying to get used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, He may know something... There seemed to be a connection between Clavaria and Bulwark and Adaptor, but I'm not sure. Hyperdrive, but I'm not sure what what exactly it was.
3: We'll make it a joint team effort then. Your people going to be okay with that? I don't know. They seem to be very quick to get their collective panties in a
1: collective bunch. (laughs) Look, we may have problems, but at the end of the day... The new wave they're good people and they'll do what's right. Even if it means sacrificing something for themselves, which isn't always the best thing. But they they're good people and they'll they'll do what they need to do.
3: Uh, for the last scene we cut That's over twice to twice
0: now you said they're good people.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are.
0: <laughs> Very lucky that Jack isn't there to hear you say that they're the new wave, they're good people. You're no longer part of this team. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: um,
3: yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, we pass over to you in the
0: slaughterhouse. Yeah. yeah. I, I get back in. This is the kitchen clean. <laughs> Yeah, the kitchen's clean. Yes! <laughs> they didn't
1: mess it up already? It's
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 you know, it's possible. Mm. It's, it's not the best yet. Mm. The, the skirting boards haven't been cleaned, whatever the equivalent is in underground sewage um, network.
3: Yeah. And, uh, like, uh, I think in this scene, like, uh, Shorthorn's uh, woken up. And she's there at the table and she goes, hey, I made you some food.
0: Oh, thanks, G. Yeah. I... I mean, shorthorn. He's fine. Yeah. Um, what did you make? Uh, Bacon and egg toasties. <laughs> Jack's like, fucking A. Um, <laughs> he, like, takes his helmet off, um, puts it down the table, um, and he, like, puts, like, a couple of those toasties on a plate. Mm. Uh, he hands one to her first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so... he's sit there eating toast. So the sun's going to explode, huh?
2: That's right. (laughs) I'd forgotten about that. It just stops,
0: like, (laughs) chewing his toasty immediately. (laughs) So the sun's going to explode, yeah. I think we've kind of reached the limits of what we know how to do.
3: Is there someone we can turn to for help? Maybe this fiber-optics guy? Uh, yeah, she kind of frowns with that. She just, I, I spent some time hanging out with him after you all went into the thing. Hmm. He seems to have just accepted that he lives
0: in the underpressant now. <laughs> he, he started redecorating. It's part of that weird philosophy, I guess, that now the invoker holds, that, that nothing matters. Yeah, That is, it's just, apparently there's some God controlling the strings uh, to, to to make things narratively pleasing to other people. So yeah, I can understand why he would think that living in my uncle's bombed out basement is pretty okay.
3: We'll go talk to him, but I, this is going to sound selfish, but I don't want to deal with this yet. I just—it's.
0: You want to move on. You want to it's... skip universes again.
3: It's not that, no. I don't want to do that. I I have just kind of spent the last couple weeks by myself in a basement, not getting any human contact. And it's 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 nice to get that again, even if uh, you're all different from. <laughs> The people I remembered you being. It's it's like there's enough there that it's still
0: it's still my team. Thanks. I, I wanna spend I guess. some time together. Like doing people things? Just doing just hanging out. We can go do some stuff together. He takes another bite of his toasty. Um Well, uh I wanna spend some time with you, Jack. Sure, I'll I'll get the team together, and you know we we can hang out. Uh. Um, <laughs> you know that that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, with me,
3: well, who else is around here? What uh, Doctor Vampire,
0: Grim Harvest? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's hang out. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. I I miss Georgina,
3: and I miss Jack. And uh, with that, we close that scene, and we do end of session moves. Oh,
2: oh my heart, ah, oh. oh, this is some, some, some good friends to lovers angst, found family, fucking canon divergent. <laughs> oh my god! Three <laughs> hundred. 300- thousand plus words unfinished (laughs) last (laughs) update in 2006
3: i mean that doesn't put you in a complicated situation at all yeah no this is great
0: Uh, (laughs) everything's just fucking falling apart man (laughs) like yeah end of session
3: moves (laughs) did you grow closer to the team grow away from the team (laughs) or into your own image of yourself
2: Like I want to do literally anything other than grow away from the team, but like I didn't.
0: <laughs> do you think you grew into your own image yourself?
2: Absolutely fucking not. I have had really? no. I have <laughs> had no time to adjust. <laughs> I am. I am objectively a different image of myself. <laughs>
1: You're baby step. Still trying to forge that image.
2: Yeah.
0: Honestly, like I. I think. I think I've grown closer to the team. That's what I think. I think like like yeah, I'm I'm vocally critical of the Invoker's new um, outlook on reality, um, uh, but like who I am as um, a hero within the team, like. Like it, it amazes me that even now that that we are still working synergistically, like like we we are still at the core of it, the same team, um, and that fills Jack with with a lot of hope, um, uh, that even though all of us keep changing, um, uh, that we can still hold it on lock because we're we're still the same people that we were when we fought the Gatling wasp originally, mm. um, uh, and like even talking to um, uh, lady Daph uh, outside of uh, the training room about about the invoker like it was, it was you know uh, as harsh as it was it was still because like we we want to be friends and we want this team to work yeah and and like like knowing that that hasn't changed is enough to steal um, Hyperdrive's like response to the team. That's why I think that I've gotten closer.
1: Mm. Who are you giving influence to? Oh. Have you got influence over me, Lady Daph?
2: I No. No, I do not. I'm going to give
0: influence to Lady daff Okay. I think.
2: Yeah, I think I've grown into my own image of myself not that she's grown she's certainly no longer shikari but i think she isn't even lady daff yet but i think she's grown more into the image of the hero in general rather than shikari i mean rather than lakshmi because yeah the whole time she has just been for the most part, completely and utterly ignoring everything interpersonal that's going on and just trying to work and focus so she can get everything over and done with, so she can breathe. And there's she hasn't been sugarcoating things as like a friendly hero would do, but she's just sort of been very straightforward and straight-laced about things and kind of cold. Um, And whether that's growing into her own image of herself or creating a new image for herself. I think that means her freak has been bumped up and I think her mundane has been bumped down. And I would also like to very quickly clear some conditions because I have fucking five of them. Um, So I would like to clear angry because I feel like I've hurt Alex significantly over the course of this with some harsh words.
1: Emotionally? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh,
2: yeah, emotionally, yeah. Um, I would also like to clear afraid... Because I've run away from these conversations at least twice. Mm. Um, so I've run from something difficult. And I would also like to clear hopeless when I fling yourself into easy relief. Uh, when I was running along the rooftops at night, um, hovering around lights and eating clothes rather than going, facing my problems or going home or doing literally anything else, mm. <laughs> I just. Binge ate and stared at lights, which is good for moths, apparently. (laughs) So I would like to get rid of that one, please. And So now I only have two. I got to fucking still do this. Yeah. Two conditions.
1: (laughs) Uh, I would like to move away from the team. Um, Alex is probably more doing this himself than it is the team. Um, sort of putting up those walls and detaching, um, moving more into that um, uh, happy charade that he puts up, try to portray that more, but putting up those walls between him and the rest of the team a bit more, mm-hmm. so that way if he has to do something drastic where he's not around anymore, he can, without having to think about the team, he can save the, the rest of the world. I think the person that's most made him feel oh, not welcome in the team is probably Lakshmi. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Wow. Um, because yeah, I want that influence back. There you go. Because they used to talk, and it doesn't feel like we can just talk anymore.
2: Nah, I'm mad at you.
1: Yeah. Um, at
2: least she thinks she's mad. She doesn't know how to be. Angry. At
1: least, at least Jack is holding a conversation.
2: Snap out of it.
1: <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, It's a lot better to tell me that I'm wrong than to just not say anything. Don't say anything at all. Yeah. Um, Because at least you telling me I'm wrong is we're still on the same team, right? Like you're trying to help me because you believe that that's right. Mm. We're saying nothing. It just shows you don't care.
2: <sighs> hey, I said stuff. I just was like, you go think about some shit.
1: Yeah. Well. I thought about some shit. I'd also like to clear some conditions. <laughs> I'd like to clear hopeless by flinging myself into easy relief by fighting those drones. Yep. Yep. I don't really do anything else.
0: <laughs>
1: I talked to my team. I didn't run from anything else.
2: I mean, you you yelled some nasty stuff at Jack while we were fighting Retcon, but that was because of that taking was, powerful yeah. blows. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: No, that's fine. Clearing one condition is better than clearing no conditions.
2: Yeah. So the
3: final panels of this comic, uh, it's a landscape shot out over this alien canyon desert. Like there are these uh, vivid blues and purples, and like these uh, uh, electric sparks flying across the sky. Um, uh, you can see that there is a, a figure down there who's uh, wearing like a, a cape and a cloak over the top of uh, metal armor. <laughs> As they get closer, he, he pulls it back, and it is Bulwark. Yes. Uh, he's standing up next to this uh, this huge, uh, like, vivid blue cliff face, mm. and he, he's walking up to it, and he's, like, patting against the wall, and he's like, where is it? Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> and uh, he eventually, like, uh, pulls a rock aside, and there is a panel there. And he, he touches into it, and it uh, goes, "Arx, reporting for duty, partner. Yes! Says, that's still here, Arx, isn't it? Says, you, you know, know it. Time to saddle up, partner. And the cliff wall starts uh, pushing apart as it separates, uh, opening into this giant hangar, where this ten-story-tall version of his suit has been hidden away in there. Holy fuck. <laughs>
2: Ten stories?
3: And with that, uh, we conclude.
1: <laughs> That's your space bounty hunter suit, right? <laughs> the one that he uses to go into space with?
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this like a Tengen topper bulwark lagoon. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.